I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Creek Dog Supply, our go-to for everything hunting dog related. Timber Creek has been in the dog supply business for 20 years and supports multiple tree and running dog organizations. Check them out at TimberCreekSupply.com or on Facebook at Timber Creek Dog Supply. We'd like to take this time to thank Mr. Jeff Island with the Ground Floor Landscape Supply for his support in the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Thank you. Hey guys, we'd like to thank Precision Aluminum Fabrication for their support in sponsoring the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Precision Aluminum Fabrication is located in Amite, Louisiana. You can contact them through their Facebook page at Precision Aluminum Fabrication or their website at www dot precision dogbox.com they specialize in custom aluminum welding from custom dog boxes aluminum water tanks aluminum toolboxes all built to the customer's request they guarantee the best price on the market without giving up top quality work if you're in the market for a new dog box give them a shout leave them a message on facebook or precision dogbox.com in this episode of the hunting dog public podcast we have mr jeff island Mr. Jeff is an advocate for the sport of competition squirrel hunting. We'd like to thank him for his time and effort that he puts into scheduling the USDC and serving on their board. We'd also like to thank Mr. Jeff for his support in the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Mr. Jeff has owned some of the best squirrel competition dogs that there is. We appreciate his time and efforts, and without further ado, let's get this episode started. Mr. Jeff. How's it going, buddy? How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Doing fine. <laughs> Working, huh? Yeah, I'm in the truck right now. I'm about to park up here in about about two minutes here. All right. Well, you want me to give you a shout back? No, I'm good. I'm good. I can call. All right, brother. Well, uh, so uh, how's everything been going? Work been steady? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had a good summer. Um, you know, we can't complain at all. Of course, we're in the dog days now. Uh, <laughs> 98 100 degrees most days the, the real feel anyway and uh but it's like this every year and we're uh we're blessed man we've had a lot of we got a lot of good customers and we just keep on keep where, on keeping on every year are you are you close to where are you located tuscaloosa close to there uh, yeah we're right across the bridge from tuscaloosa in fact we're in we're in northport alabama okay. it's uh like it's, it's only like 200 yards across the bridge to tuscaloosa so it's kind of a weird and actually, there's some places over Northport that is annexed Tuscaloosa, so it's kind of a kind of a weird deal. But yeah, we're we're right at Tuscaloosa. Shoot, we really ain't that terribly far, you know. Like I, you know, I, it was just like growing up, you know. I'm in Morton here, so I'm only about man, I'm only about 45 minutes from Meridian, so. I uh, I think I think you're what three hours maybe from me here. Maybe, maybe, but like I was telling you know, I've told folks growing up. I mean, I could have very well been a Alabama Roll Tide fan. You know, I'm an Ole Miss <laughs> fan, but you know what I mean? Because I mean, it was just as close oh, yeah. as me to go to 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 Tuscaloosa as it is to Oxford. You know, absolutely. We've uh, we've been to Ole Miss. It's a it's a beautiful beautiful uh, campus there. Man, we we thank you. We uh. That's I've been a Ole Miss fan, I guess, forever. But I was just go touch base with you and see if you know. I'm glad you you just you, you know you give us the opportunity to to do a little interview and talk USDC and dogs and uh, sure. because 
man, you know, I say it every episode, but this is something that we're passionate about. And, you know, we just want people to understand and, you know, to, we want kids to be involved. And I just want to see this thing grow, keep going, because, I mean, you guys and have, have done a, a great job with promoting it and stuff. And that's kind of what we're wanting to do. We're wanting to keep keep pushing and 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 doing it you know because like like i was talking to my partner cody the other day um he had just uh interviewed jimmy inman and me and him were talking and i was like dude i was like you know right now it's easy to do but i want to <laughs> it's fixing to be hunting time and you know so these things will uh we're go we're trying to get some in in the tank and and that way we can keep letting folks uh you know release content and stuff on every week but uh sure, sure. Well, I've, I've listened to them and i didn't mean to cut you off no, there but uh, you good brother i've listened to every one of them and you're doing a wonderful wonderful job man we appreciate it like i said without you guys uh this thing don't work uh we finally got um bob he had uh he he you know we had talked with him and bob with timber creek and he 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 wanted to join the team so we're uh we're thankful for that uh but anyway um I wanted to uh, just kind of see what you had had going, and you know, yeah, just give us a little bit, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got your start and stuff, and then we'll kind of transition into the USDC sure. and stuff, sure. and and all. Oh uh, well, that. you know, like most guys, uh, I started out uh, coon hunting, and uh, me and some buddies just had some man, they were just average, average coon hounds, and we had a good time. We we uh, uh, of course we hunted crazily we hunted five and six nights a week even in the summertime you know how hot it is but uh that's rough you know that's uh yeah it is and it was crazy but i was young and young and dumb i thought the dogs needed to be hunted and uh but anyway my dad hunted some with us and anyway that's that's basically um i did that i coon hunted till let me see my second daughter was born and uh they're three years apart and so you know it's one of them deals where i was sitting there going i was leaving every night going coon hunting and uh, my wife is awesome she never said one word but you know i kind of felt like she had a three-year-old and, and my other daughter was born i said you know what i said i'm gonna and i started squirrel hunting some in the meantime while i was coon hunting and uh right. I said, you know what i'm just gonna squirrel hunt and uh it's just it made for everything better uh you wasn't just tired at work of course and uh i owned my own business where my dad owned it then and uh actually i was taking x-rays and working for dad for about four years right and so i was working i was kind of working two jobs there for a while and uh it just got it just got to where the the coon hunt got so hard they, they cut a lot of timber and he was out all night and, and you know like i said i had my dogs were just average dogs and uh i really enjoyed it but just, it's just it was just time to time to move on and start the squirrel dogs so that's that's kind of how we started right um y'all had so you was you was coon hunting and 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 working too that's tough man i did that too that was uh, I did, yeah. man especially like you said you know your wife is uh being understanding mine mine i'm not saying that she wasn't understanding but when payson was born i thought i had to, <laughs> I had to like, four or five nights a week also and she was like you gotta help me i was like well okay right. i'll tell you what i'll do i'll just take him with me you know <laughs> You know, I cut loose a dog, and he's in there point seven, and you know, I got a baby, and then I get back with him, and she's like, "You better never take my baby off like that again." You know. I understand. <laughs> I did not take mine. Uh, when they got older, they went. They went some uh, squirrel hunt with me, and and we occasionally. I've got some friends with coon hounds. I, I would take my girls coon hunt occasionally, but uh, they grew up. They'd go coon hunt with me some, and and they've been squirrel hunt with me. But of course, one of them's my oldest one's married now, and. Uh, and my youngest one, she's um, she's out on her own too, and uh, she she'll be 21 in October. So so now they're kind of gone. But yeah, we uh, I, I abused the coon hunting like a lot of people did. Uh, I had a I had an old timer tell me. In fact, we hunted a lot. He has black and tans. Um, he said, you know, you're better off putting your coon hounds up at the middle of right at turkey season, and that's around March 15th or whatever. That's and right. Then, and then and then getting them out in October. And I thought, man, I got to hunt these dogs. Man, I got to hunt these young dogs. But listen, he had some of the better dogs you'll ever see. And he just went when the weather was good and it was colder. And if it rained one night, he didn't go. Or, you know, he might hunt three or four nights a week, but he hunted about five to six months out of the year. And his dogs was as good or better than anybody's. Well, and that's the... (laughs) 
that's the tough thing because I mean I see I, I go back to this you know social media I watch everybody that's hunting right now you know Zach he hunts all the stinking time and, he does and, and he I'm does. like dang man I'm gonna be behind I'm gonna be behind so here I am out here getting my dogs bit and stuff I'm like well shoot maybe I ought to just not hunt you know but well, I try to... let me tell you something um and not like I said it's hard to talk with these cell phones but that's I'm, right so I'm gonna cut you off but Zach is one hard hunter and and a lot of people a lot of people you know they enjoy it and and if that's what they like and obviously Zach's done well so it's working for him uh my line of work even if I, I I'm not gonna hunt it's too hot but my line of work we're over six days a week I just can't hunt in the summer uh I could maybe hunt for 30 minutes early in the morning for work but we've got huge rattlesnakes like you do I'm sure and uh, I just choose to Work my dog on a treadmill uh, two or three times a week, and then start kind of on the colder mornings in October, and kind of go from there. And uh, like I said, nothing against what Zach's doing, because I know, you know, I know several people that hunt in the summer. But uh, you know, he's uh, he is a hard hunter, and it's really paid off for him. So <laughs> maybe I should start doing more of it. Well, I'm like you. I uh, I I'm in sales, so I'm on the road just you know Monday through Friday. Uh, but you know, sometimes I can, you know, traveling the state, I can throw a dog in the truck and run by these national forests and stuff and, you know, throw one out. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. You know, it, it is very tough with the heat and stuff. Uh, some people may say, well, you don't want it bad enough. Well, maybe so, but doggone. <laughs> I just came with my job and, and, you know, we're, we're, I'm a small outfit. We have three people and uh, actually three three count four counting some part-timers and they're i work firemen and it's just it's just too much of it and, and i really wouldn't do it anyway we me and dad we never did hardly hunt much in the summer we just kind of stuck to our game plan of getting ready in october and now we treadmill we treadmill a dog uh, two or three times a week and uh and that's about it you know i'm kind of behind i'll be honest with you seems like middle of november and December is when I start doing a little bit better. I'm a little bit behind, I believe, than everybody. But, <laughs> Me hey, too. It's, it's, it's just part of it. That's right. That's right. That's uh, We're going to play catch up. I bet my dogs are like, dude, I wish you'd just run me a little bit throughout this time instead of just trying to cram it all in in one time. Right, right. What um, what did you, so how did you get started with your competition uh, squirrel hunting? Well, we years, you know, I don't know the, the exact years, but I'm going to say, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, probably, uh, we started hunting the ATFA with Feist. My dad did. And that's, we just pleasure hunted Feist. And of course, there's nothing wrong with this either. But we shot and killed and we, you know, we mainly meat hunted back then. And, and um, he hunted the AT. I didn't hunt because I was, um, I was still kind of coon hunting and I didn't hunt the ATFA. In fact, I went to one with him one ATFA event, and um, that's kind of what got us started, competition squirrel hunting. Then we bought some curs, and we mainly just pleasure hunted, and uh, then we bought some tree and curs, and, you know, we've had a lot, we've had a lot of dogs. I mean, uh, I can't, can't name all the dogs we've had, but that's kind of what we, that's kind of how we started. We started with Feist, and then, and then uh, I guess we started hunting NSD some, and then the U.S., then we, um, that summer, you know, of course, uh, Sonny Connell in the summer of uh, 2012 is when the USDC kind of started up. And uh, it's kind of went from there, you know. And, you know, we've grew every year uh, since 2012. And it's really, I'd have never dreamed, never dreamed we'd be hunting and giving away, you know, minimum 150000 a year on up to <laughs> on up to 200000 and. I just never would have dreamed that, and it's just it's 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 not because of me or or or, or Greg Maynard or or anybody else. I mean, we're a big part of it, but it's this it's actually man, it all goes to the hunters. If they didn't come, we wouldn't we would we couldn't enjoy none of these big purses. So that's exactly uh, right, and it's yeah. you you said it mouthful in because without the participation and people driving and showing up to these hunts, then there is no two hundred thousand dollars giveaways. Absolutely. That's right. So, did you guys did y'all hunt any OMCBA or anything? I did, and I left that out. We did. We've been to, you know, over the years I've been to the World Hunt at Jamestown several times, and basically that's the only one we would go to. We didn't hardly go to any of the 
the um the uh the smaller the open cba hunts just because we just you know we mainly pleasure hunted we just kind of went back then and which is still to have fun don't get me wrong but back then we just went to see everybody at the world hunt and um you know i think we placed in the top 10 a couple times and stuff like that but yeah we we did we did we surely we hunted the omcba world hunt several times so what was your uh I hate to say claim to fame. What was your, what was your, when you, you knew you had something that you could go and, you know, win with, what was your dog? What, what who was he or she? Well, it, it was, uh, it was the rocket dog and probably uh, we won the world, the first world hunt, USDC world hunt was at, at Wheeler Wildlife in Decatur, Alabama in 2013. And, um, we bought the dog for Woody Sutton when he was 18 months old. And I would have to say that, Johnny Rocket was, you know, um, I would say the the first dog that we knew we could compete with. I mean, he, he we got beat all the time, like right. everybody. Um, but you know, he was always by himself. I, he wasn't a hundred percent accurate. He couldn't timber with a crap. But he was uh, mainly he didn't even timber. He just treed, and you got in there, and you hopefully the squirrel would be in the, you know, in the steps. And uh, but uh, we 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 did a lot of winning with him. Uh, we won the 2013 uh usdc world hunt and uh so it was uh you know it was uh we we've had we've had some really we had some good dogs but rocket was probably the first dog he definitely left his mark for sure he man he he looks like he reproduced some too i got a puppy out of uh uh bubba that's uh uh-huh. and a uh, man justin guys uh he's He's raising them pups, and man, them them dudes, they act good as any set of pups I've ever seen. I mean, them stupid things, well, if you let them loose, they're going to the woods, and you have to either go get them, or, if, or they just mosey their way back up. I mean, they just, I mean, them things ain't, they're not three months old, and they just be out there just doing it. Yeah, they. So I'm, you know, some of the, you know, he didn't, he didn't cross good on, on, on some dogs, you know, but, uh, you know, he, he did throw some really young starting. We had several. We had, uh, you know, we had the Amber female. We had um, Sarah, we had Josie that's, that's still doing good uh, out of Rocket. And, uh, we've, you know, you, the list goes on and on. Several people that I can't even name has got Rocket dogs. And, you know, Bub, of course, has done some winning. And now a lot of them hadn't even been competition hunted. So Right. That's the thing. A lot of them just made good pleasure dogs, you know. Well, this one acts good. These two, they really do. They act good as they may they may you know hopefully you know when you see one acting like that they that you you're you're like oh this is gonna be the one you know hopefully he these are but right now they are they act good and um i like what i've seen and again uh so what did you uh so johnny rocket was the one that kind of y'all run up and down the road with for the most part we did did. let me let me let me uh go back and say something he did not get reserve champion in 14 he uh, he came in third. Actually, I apologize. Uh, uh, the reserve champion that year was uh, Eric Lowe. Had the rip uh, out of Big Play Ray rip right. rip tied. I actually came in third the following year. I was thinking runner up, but uh, yeah, Rocket was our first dog. We um, we we kind of started comp- competition hunting with. Y'all pushed him. How long did y'all push him? Reckon. Ah, uh, you know he. So he was about seven or eight years old. He we we knew it the whole time. He had a long uh, deal that happened when he was a puppy, and we we took him to Mississippi State. We carried all kind of vets, and he actually actually he had about seventy percent lung capacity, and uh, he he had some type of scar tissue that happened actually. They said when he was like six or nine weeks old that nobody would have known about. I mean, just one of them deals that he he got he must have got a for for like a. Just for just for saying, uh, lack of better terms here, probably like a a, a bronchial infection, mm-hmm. and, and, you know. But anyway, that's what the vet said. So uh, we pushed him till he was about seven, seven and a half years old. But now, the last year or so, you could really tell that that affected him. So we we just kind of retired him, and then we started breeding him. You know, we bred him. After, we didn't hardly breed him at all before that. It was probably Mississippi State's fault, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> i don't nah, know no nah, i'm I just kidding know. i had to throw that in there <laughs> that's right so y'all started breeding after y'all got through who did y'all did y'all hunt did you hunt pups out of him or was it uh did we you did, uh, well now we had some dogs in between after 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 rocket we had several dogs we hunted you know we we own the porcupine mountain bud dog that is back up at adam o'donnell's right super super nice dog you know we owned him and uh, uh own blackout 
And uh, I owned uh, Jonathan Mitchell has a, a hound named Hooker. I guess you've heard of her. Yeah. We we owned her at one time. So I've owned several in between, and and uh, you know, of course, now I've got Jade. And so, so the we, Hooker uh, dog, they bred her to Jam and Bo, right? And she had one puppy, and it was called Little Hooker, right? Uh, Is you know, it, Jonathan can tell you more about that. Yeah, because I, I owned the little hooker dog at one time. Anyway, I was thinking right. she was out of, out of hooker, Lick Creek hooker or whatever. Yeah, she's a, she was a competition dog to love. She's a squirrel too in her stirring. And, uh, and, uh, Jonathan's a good friend of mine and he's, he's fun to be around and he'll tell you, Jonathan, he's exactly how it is about a dog. <laughs> and, you know, she's gotten older now and, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to hunt her much anymore, but, uh. Yeah, I owned her, and we we've just had we've been blessed with a lot of good dogs. That's right. I knew you had, I knew you had Blackout and Jade. Oh, but that Blackout, she's something. She is still my, uh, which I love Rocket to death. But Blackout is still, if you, it's still my one of my. I'd, I'd say it's hard to really say what I'm trying to say. I still like her better than any dog I've ever turned loose. Now, she had her faults too, like all of them. But yeah. she was just, um, she was just now, the Jade dog is is, is going to treat more squirrels right around you. Right. Uh, Jay, Jay's a little quicker on her feet. Um, I'd say Jay's got a little better wind than those. But Blackout was the type that just, uh, you know, I, I, I just won a lot of money with her. She was good to me, you know. Right. I and don't. We won, the, we won the JPI with her. You, you unsnap her. It's like she tries to get away from dogs. Yeah. And, and get treated by herself and, uh. I'm not saying she wouldn't ever come to a dog, but she just was a uh, real independent and uh, just a good mouth, just a nice jip, just a just a good dog. You knew you had a chance every time you you cut her. Exactly, exactly. And, and and I'm not knocking Jade at all. Jade is Jade's unreal, but not bragging. But she's a real nice dog. But she's gonna be around company a little more than than Blackout. And um, Jade's got a big mouth, but uh, Jade trades lots of squirrels. But now she's gonna be. Like I said, she's not quite as independent as Blackout was, and and uh, and saying that now, I'm not I'm not saying she's terrible at it, but she just seems like she might be around dolls a little more than Blackout was. Right, she's uh, well, I don't have no certain order. I don't, you know, uh, I, let's talk I'm about. Picky. I'm just, I'm, I'm no, picky. Too, I understand, you know? brother. Me too. Uh, um, my the dogs I like, you probably you would kill. <laughs> but no, uh, 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 but uh, no. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about Jade. I I really really like her. I, that line of dogs is showing up. I mean, I I guess I hate to say they're showing up more. They just right. they're just I don't know. Maybe they're just getting hauled to the hunts more or something because well, they're just now getting to the age where you know I know a lot of them are. The younger ones that that uh, Merle's fooling with, and you know, they, he's keeping that strain going, and and really that strain of dogs is kind of the last three or four years has really get gotten more out there. You should say that's, that's right. That uh, I forget that old fellow's name. I've talked to him a couple times, uh, and um, that little breeding program, whatever they doing, is doggone it. it, it that works. <laughs> Them some you know, get, you know about John Stewart. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they get. The John, they do, they do. That, Man, hey, they fast. All I ever say when somebody asks me about the breeding, I would say, "Hey, that's some John Stewart breeding." And everybody, everybody just laughs, and I laugh too. So that's you right. know, uh, that they, they've exactly got a right. good thing going, and and I don't ask too many questions about the breeding because it's just what they're doing up there, and it's working, and they're good hunters and good dog men, and they they got a good thing going. Well, you're like me, and that you know, I don't, I'm not colorblind. I don't know, uh, I know what works, but again you don't i don't care what it is i told you know i told zach the same thing when i interviewed him i was like brother i do not care what what gold tooth is it worked hey, <laughs> and i'll hunt him you know I'll, i'd be more than glad to haul him well i'll put it to you like this talking about gold tooth he's he's beat me so he's beat me several times and, and you know i've beat him a couple times but that's one of the better dogs you'll ever you'll ever go in the woods with you know and I'm not just saying that because uh, Marty's a friend and Zach's a friend. That's a, that is one more squirrel dog. That's what I. That's a, that's a definition of a squirrel dog. He's a squirrel tree machine. That's what they say. I never had the opportunity to go with him, but I've always heard that. I mean, you can never ever count that dude out. He will flat no, tree. No sir. Water. No sir. So Jade, 
you just you just like how she is. I mean, you you did good yeah. with her the last couple of years, or I it? have. I've won dog of the year last year with her, and you know, won the world hunt. Um, you know, the uh, in 2021 won the USCC world hunt with her. She's she's a, a a wild dog. Now she's not for everybody. When you cut her loose, one cast, you you might say, "There's no way a dog can beat her." She'll treat. She'll be five for six and just quick, 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 and then. The next cast, you may run a deer for forty-five minutes and 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 tree one time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and I, I and I don't I don't I don't uh, hold anything back about these dogs. We've tried to break her. Isaiah's a super guy. We bought her from Isaiah Hensley, and right. um, I saw her on a qualifying round, and I knew she was powerful and crazy. And tree some squirrels. We got beat. We got beat that day. And I went back to the clubhouse, and and uh, that time, Dad. Dad wanted a competition dog, too, and I had blackout. Well, anyway, long story short, she looked really good on that on that round, but just kind of did something stupid. I think she might have ran a, a rabbit or something. I'm serious, and and uh, got beat. But I still liked her a lot. And anyway, uh, we talked to Isaiah, and uh, Isaiah sold us the dog. We came to came to terms with the figure there. and uh, and uh, But anyway, Isaiah will tell you the same thing. She's the wildest thing you've ever turned loose in your life. <laughs> but but she is fun 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 to hunt you know that's right i like just what i've seen on these live videos and stuff i i really do i like and i've hunted with with some um uh, don't is don't eric wally have a couple maybe like a litter mate or something he does i think they're like half uh maybe he's got a half brother or half sister or something like that they're, that's right they're kin they're kin to jade um somehow i think it's the thing I think he owns a half brother to her, maybe, and maybe a half sister. One of them's Chloe, and Chloe looks at uh, carbon copy to Jay. They look, right. they look almost, they look almost exactly alike. Super so. good looking dogs for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, I really like her. Not saying, uh, like I said, I've been to so many of these hunts and get beat the first round and go back to the clubhouse thinking, man, what just happened? But uh, you know, I've done a, I've done some winning myself, so. You got to have the right frame of mind when you go to these hunts. That everybody that goes to these hunts, they most of them's got good dogs. That's and uh, you just you just get you got to catch some breaks to do some winning. We have we've discussed that before. You know, now you know honestly, like like Doyle Sherman said, he said, you know, Chris used to. I would show up with Jim and Bo, and everybody, you know, was just like, dang, you know, well we're playing for second, we're playing for second. He's like not bragging on Bo, he's like, there just wasn't that many good dogs back then. He said, now right. everybody is packing something. Every dog, there's any given time, any dog can win, you know. I just seen where, I talked to Ashley Guthrie last night, I'm going to have him on at some point, Um, but I just seen where he bought game. Uh, I knew, you know, I, I always liked the way um that dog looked. A very nice dog. We drew each other, of course, we was in the finals of the world hunt when Jade won it, but you know, like I'm saying, that dog's a fine, fine animal, and it went down to, you know, it went down to the last three or four minutes of a hunt to to decide who won that hunt, and and that's why. Don't get me wrong, I like to win, and and and, and I'm gonna try to win, but I also understand that that dogs like game, dogs like blackout, dogs like gold tooth. I mean, uh, state trooper. The the list goes on and on and on and on and on. You know, little sniper. All of them. They're all they're all nice dogs, so you know. Don't mean it to sound weird what I'm to say, but when I get beat, it don't take long, and I'm like, you know, hey, let's just go to the next one because I got beat by a good dog. That's right. You know, uh, Woody, the Woody dog. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll tell you a quick story about drawing out with Michael and Woody one time. All right. With, with a blackout, it won't take but a second. No, so. you good. We uh, well, that's what we hear right, to so, hear stories. All right, so we. I forget where we were. Don't hold me to it. I think it was at Mount Aura. And uh, it was the first round. It was a couple of years ago. I had a blackout. And, and uh, Matthew Quigley was hunting. Grace has done a lot of winning, won a truck and everything else. And we drew Woody. So he's all standing in the field right there. And, and Woody goes out there like 100 yards right in front of us, gets treed, takes a minus, draws a minus. And I said, man, blackout trades a squirrel. Blackout trades another squirrel. I said, man, looky here. I said, oh. Oh, big boys done took a minus, and I said, I'm finally going to get a Woody right here. Well, Grace just wasn't on her game. I, I love Grace. Grace is a nice dog, but but Matthew even tell you that day she just wasn't operating right. And So anyway, it was kind of between Blackout and Woody. And let me tell you something. There was about 45 minutes left to go in that hunt, 
and Woody treed. This is a true story. Woody treed five times in a row and had four squirrels and black owls in, just missing in action. She done blew through the country. And that's no joke. Michael's wife drove around there to get us. A black owl was treed and had a squirrel. It timbered when we walked in there to get it. But my, my point is this. I've never seen a dog that I, I just, hey, I don't care what anybody says. You know, they say, oh, you when he was younger, he made a bunch of trees. Let me tell you something. That dude, about three years of competition hunting, that dude could, he just knew, like I heard you say the other day, he knew when to make trees and knew when to tree squirrels. It was a, he's an amazing, amazing dog. And uh, he, he, like I said, he is the goat and the, the all-time money winner. And, and uh, uh, I hope I can catch him with Jade. But, uh, but you know, that's a, I'm, I think I'm $30,000 behind now. Right. But. I would love to catch him, but even if I do, he's still the he's still the best of all time. Right, and uh, when I, would... I say when I say that, if I do catch him, our purses are so much bigger. And uh, now that really, if I do catch him, which I doubt I will, but if I do, it's, he's still the best of all time. I I just gotta say that again. So right, yes, and uh, I, I agree. I I'm hunting a female out of his out of Woody this year in the, in in the hunts, but um. That I was gonna. That was my next question. I was go. You know, what what do you think? Not your dog. What was your, what what was your best? The best dog you've seen go? Uh, well, years ago, Joey Poston had a, a little little female named Lacey. That I don't know. You probably it's probably before your time. That's um, right. That was back when Rocket was probably two years old, and Rocket was a nice dog. Rocket was just steady, a really really nice dog, and and I think he treated four squirrels in a, in a it was two hour hunt back then had four she, he was like four for six and, and, and if, if memory serves me correctly joey can correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like she was like seven for eight in, in, in a two-hour cast and she was just every time we cut her loose she's super fast but to answer your question she was tough uh uh blackouts tough um you know there's a lot more dolls that i can't even think skeeter with her prime was tough um uh, just jamming bow, a rocket jamming bow had some duels back in the day. Jamming bow was tough. Um, you know, just a gold tooth. Uh, it's just, like I said, the, the, it's, if you go to a USDC hunt or NSDC hunt, um, the cruise dog, the cruise that John, John Perkins hunted. Right. Cruise is, you know, there again, everybody says, hound, 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 tree, tree, tree. He will beat your eyes out. I mean, <laughs> and the whole time you're thinking, I'm fixing to beat him. And he trees makes three trees, and then all of a sudden comes up with two squirrels, you know. Or uh, just like I said, there's so many, so many nice dogs out there. I know I'm leaving some out, but uh, those yeah. are some of the main, the main dogs that uh, that I've seen go that they're really, really nice dogs. It's tough to just name one great, you know. The game, the game, the game dog, the game over dog. He's as good as you want to turn loose. I uh, like him, man. I really do like yeah, him. Yeah. And another thing, too, these days, the big mouth, game's got a big mouth, Jade's got a big mouth, and, and that really helps you in this competition world. And sometimes when you say the best dog you've ever drawn, it's hard to say because some of them that are really, really nice may not have a good mouth, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's Like I said, I pick them apart, and, uh, but, but yes, um, Woody, Woody is the, like I said, Woody's the most consistent winner that I've ever seen, so. Nice, nice, nice. I want to give you a chance to, you know, talk about the USDC and stuff and, and tell us tell us about that and people that may not be, you know, because we have a lot of pleasure hunters, you know, they'll message me or Cody or our Facebook group and it's like, man, we really like what you're doing, you know. I think we'd like to try these, you know, these competition hunts and stuff. So here's your chance to kind of tell, you know, tell the world, you know, because as of this morning we had over 16,000 listeners you know and i'm like holy cow this, wow, stu- this stupid i mean we never to be honest when we started this our goal was like man if we could get ten thousand folks you know we'll get ten thousand one this year you know and now we're it's just it's amazing but anyway i just wanted to get you on here and and, and give you a shot at you know maybe talking about the usdc and you know tell the people that may not know you know hey this is well, what it's about uh- Hey guys, Bob Osborne with Timber Creek Dog Supply is a one-stop shop for dog supplies and hunting gear. He carries everything from coon lights and squalors to hip boots and tracking gear. So if you are in need for some new outerwear, a new thermal, or just a leading collar, 
check out Timber Creek at timbercreeksupply.com or by phone at 662-230-7410. And if you are ever in the Oxford, Mississippi area, go check out Bob's store. Yeah, the USDC is, uh, you know, we, we hunt full elimination. Of course, everybody probably knows that, which is, I really like that. I mean, that is, if you do get, if you do go to a place where there's not any squirrels, you're competing against the same dogs that cast where there's not any squirrels. Yes, exactly it's not a, it's right. Not a, it's not a, so to, to the to the to the listeners that um, does not know about competition hunt, that's a big deal. Full elimination hunts where you're not you know, points hunts to me is too much luck involved. You draw a good place, so and so don't draw a good place, and it's just not fair. It's not comparing apples to apples. And uh, we uh, we try to do a, a morning round and an evening round. We try to we try to do it. Um, you know, when the squirrel, we think squirrels are moving the best. Now up north, uh, up north sometimes, uh, you know, in the middle of the day, those fox squirrels move good. But we try to do it morning and evening and try to do keep our numbers to 27 dogs and have a final on Sunday, Sunday morning, which, you know, I, I, I hate that in ways. But, uh, you know, I, I attend church also. But uh, that's just we've done it for years like that. And that's for three or four months out of the year. I miss, um, I don't know, I'll go to about nine hunts every year. So I end up missing, you know, some Sundays going to church. But uh, in saying that, that's uh, we just have done that. We think that that's if you made it to the finals, we feel like that we should make it where squirrels are moving or try to. And and uh, you know, basically, the USDC is 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 grown to the point to where we want to try to make it where we want a squirrel dog. That's what we're doing. We're squirrel hunting. We want the best squirrel dog to win. So, and we hate to put on a big hunt and then say okay we're gonna have the finals we're gonna do three rounds in a day and everybody's rushing and you know then you know you just don't it's just not as uh it's just not as fun everybody's worn out and not, don't get to socialize and and uh, such as that but um yeah the usdc's really grown uh it's just mind-boggling over the years and we're gonna put on a i i think 15 or 16 hunts we've already got planned for the for this season the 2022-23 season so that's right. I've actually got one. Uh, my first USDC over here, and me and Miles Miller are gonna do it at uh, in the Mississippi Delta over here this year. So the Mississippi, I guess, it'd be the Blue Ribbon yeah. deal. So we're excited about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and and you know, I also want to touch on this about the USDC. I think a lot of on the outside, a lot of people you hear rumors and this and that that you know that oh, that's only big money, big money hunts and. You know, we don't, it's, that's not so. We've got several out of the 16, 17 hunts, we've got probably five or six hundred dollar hunts. And, and, um, you know, it, there's something for everybody. Um, another thing, too, is, is while we're talking, a lot of people think we're in competition with the NSD or, or whatever. Jimmy Emmon has done a wonderful, wonderful job with NSD, NSD. And, and hey, there's something for everybody. I've hunted in NSD, first class, first class people. Jimmy does a great job. And I always tell people the USDC, uh, the big entry hunts aren't for everybody. And I understand that because I've had a family and kids, you know, at one time, and I couldn't have done it either. But um, in saying that, I just want everybody to know out there that the USDC is not in competition with NSD because NSD has 20 times as many hunts as USDC. And I just feel like that there's an organization for everybody. You got NSD, um, um, you got, the, of course, USDC, you got OMCBA. You got the UMCA, and we're all together, man. We're we're hunting tree dogs, and and to me, when you hear rumors, I don't want anybody thinking that oh, the USDC thinks they're better than everybody. That's completely the opposite. We could I could care less about any of that. I just want every organization to do to do good and keep growing. You know, for the for the future for the kids, like you said. So that's exactly right. We don't. You know, I've always been. I've always said. You know, there's a there's a place for for everybody, and we're not. You know, we're not trying to compete against, you know, that's the worst thing we could do. That would kill the sport, you know. I, I raised and, and hunted English dogs, and I'll be honest with you, they, the English people used to, they were they were so jealous of each other, you know. And I was like, man, why are we sitting here dogging this other English dog out, you know, when we're supposed to be growing these people, you know, growing this sport. So I don't know. I just. I know what you mean. And that's. And to me, as grown-ups, that's silly to me. Cause I, I'll be honest with you, 
if I if I don't win a hunt or, or whatever, I want the best for the next person and, and and the next organization or whatever. I just uh I never have understood the jealousy part either. But everybody's different, so you know some people may get jealous or, or whatever. But I don't I do not understand that either. That's crazy. It really is to to me. I'm like, why in the world are we sitting here? We grown, you know. Why are we sitting here talking about <laughs> this line of dogs? And you know, they're both yeah. English dogs. We're supposed to be, you know, I don't know. It's just it was nuts. It used to be like that. I don't think it's like that anymore. Which I don't go to a whole lot of uh, coon hunts and stuff anymore. But right. not saying I won't ever. If my son come come to me today and was like, Daddy, I want a good coon dog, then. Well, I'd sell the boat, and we'd and and, and and this is my little toy trucks, and and I'd uh, we'd go get us a good coon dog, you know, because that is uh that is something that man, you know, not to you know jump off on that, but Greg and them doing the the pro sport and stuff, dude, I love that deal. That is uh, it is, and let me tell you something. Honey said that um, I've got a bought an English dog, and and Samuel Green's hunting him up. He just two, turned two in June, and uh, Samuel's doing an outstanding job with him. He's going to start going to a few of the few of the uh, pro sport hunts, and uh, and uh, you know that Greg's putting on, and 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 you know Greg, I I was getting around to say this. Greg is doing an outstanding job with pro sport. Outstanding. He's a he's the very reason why the USDC. You know, it takes us all. I mean, all the people come in. I'm not saying that, but Greg can put on a hunt like no other. And like a with the USDC, he's our president now. He's took a back seat a lot. I've scheduled a lot, and you know Samuel Green's helped me. Caleb Wilson, uh, you know the the list goes on and on. The people that's came in and and helped me because I'm not that way. I'm not a good promoter. Try, but you know Greg just puts a. He is just very very good at what he does, and that's why you see the the pro sport. That's why it's doing so well. Uh, Greg is the is the best. I'm telling you, he's the he's the best promoter, and he's just you put on a hunt with Greg is fun. You know, I can put on a hunt. Don't get me wrong, I can put on a hunt. We can draw dogs. I can talk to people. I'm gonna try to do the right thing and 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 be honest and all that stuff. But as far as putting on the hunt, it was a lot of fun, and 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 uh, Greg is the is the best at that. You said it. He's uh that dude needs one of those. Don King wigs. I mean, he yes, is Don, that's what I tell you. He is the Don King of it. I promise you, he is as Absolutely. good as. I tell him that. I tell him that all the time, and I mean that. I try to try to you know say exactly what I what I mean, and he he is the best ever at putting on a hunt, and promoting. He's he's good at being in front of people. I'm not. <laughs> I try, but I'm not. Uh, he's just good at that, and he's he can speak in front of a huge crowd, and uh, and just uh, man, a lot of this goes goes back to greg maynard uh you know it, like i said of course it takes us all but he's very good at what he does and and uh, i hope to see pro sport keep on uh keep on doing well and i hope uh hope i can put my little english dog in a, in a few of them this year to see how he does i hope you i hope you win it all with the english dog i ain't gonna lie to you i'm a i'm a big <laughs> english guy <laughs> i'm a big english i hey, don't know i think i'm i, I talked to I, samuel yeah. this week too i uh yeah. he had uh me and him was talking about uh he had asked me, he's like, hey, you ought to get so-and-so on the uh, podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him. And uh, anyway, we had just got to talking and stuff, and he was telling me he was hunting an English dog and stuff. So, man, I'm fired up about that. I'd love to see yeah, it. Um, I love coon hunting. I would give anything to to be to get back in it. But uh, with Samuel hunting, that's about as close as I can get with this business. And uh, and uh, the USDC is, uh, is, is going so well, and we're hunting for such big purses that, that I'm gonna to stick to this, and, uh, and I, I, I really enjoy it. It's uh, so where's the first USDC hunt this year? Where when is it? You know, I have to go back and look. I think <laughs> you're pretty close. I think yeah, you're pretty close. I think so. Uh huh. Hang tight. I look real quick. Uh, We're going. Uh, let's see here, I'm pulling up the schedule right now. I believe you're one or two. Uh, the first hunt will be. Yep, yep. The nine dog. Uh, nine dog hunt is sold out uh, on uh, october 21st we at, uh, at the mississippi delta yeah perry farm mississippi delta all right so miles. we gotta we gotta and i when i when I, we get off the phone and stuff i'll send i'll text you uh perry farms is uh is they're they're not gonna let not say they're not letting us do it there we i had to go last week and found a another spot to draw out and stuff um they're gonna 
the owner, they're big farmers, row crop farmers, and uh, we used his restaurant and stuff. And he uh, he was blessed with with triplets. So he said, Chris, I just cannot, I can't run this restaurant and do these triplets and farm and all this. And he said, Dad's just gotten too old. And he said, so we're going to shut the restaurant down. And he's like, y'all can draw out under the under my shop here and i was like well let me just look around so i left there and when i went and found another little old, uh restaurant it's called janae's it's right down the road there and uh she was very receptive she was like you know how many people you think it'll be here what time and i was like you know these guys these a bunch of them some big country boys they like biscuits and stuff like that i said that you do good you know they'll buy from you and stuff like that so anyway we got that handled but i'll get you all the information on that but it's gonna be in holly bluff there down the road from uh todd jackson and mark morrison's camp there in holly bluff it's uh oh, that's no hey that's no problem a nine dog hunt like that you know you're, you're talking about uh very few people so um you know um uh, that's fine. Need to move it to another location. That'll be just fine. It's just right down. I mean, it ain't two miles from where Perry Farms is. It's just go on past Perry Farms, and it's you get into Holly Bluff, and it's right there. It's called Janae's. It's a little old hamburger joint that's. Uh, she'll give us her, uh, her her little sitting area and said have at it. So that was a good deal. But um, let's talk about the Joey Post, and let's talk about his how how that all. How did that come about? Well, you know, uh, and I have him, yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna, I have him lined up. I'm gonna do him. Uh, I have to get him maybe next week or the week after next. But uh, anyway, I talked to him again. I know I told you I talked to him again about. I'm wanting to. Me and Cody are wanting to do some kind of. I don't know what we could do. We'd love to come and do like live interviews, but by the time the hunt's over, you know. I know that we're going to do like we do with uh, Pro Sport, you know, like just say the winter Sunday. I know we'll be in touch with the winner that night or that evening and then maybe set up, you know, hey, we want to, can we call you tomorrow and get the get get the rundown of the hunt and then we're going to let it out that week. Just, you know, kind of let, let the winners of the hunts and, uh, you know, kind of tell the cast and stuff. Just kind of like, I don't know, promote it more. But uh, we're going to try to do that with all the, you know the big usdc hunts and stuff like that nsd but um yeah so kind of tell us about the jpi and how all that got got started well um joey is actually, actually joey Post's idea several years back he uh um uh, first one samuel green won uh with a little doll named rusty years ago and i think that man i don't know i don't even know what the entry fee was back then and and uh but anyway it was, a, it was an invitation only event and uh it just every year grew and it turned into uh, $27 or $500 entry fee. And then it just kept growing, growing, growing. The, uh, you know, every year it just grew bigger and bigger. And uh, Joey, uh, Joey has had some health issues. And uh, last year he was not going to do it. So, you know, I, just, I, I mean, he did it last year, I should say. But for this year he was not going to do it. So, anyway, he's, he's, he's doing okay. And I talked to Joey a good bit. And, and a good man. Very good man. He is. And, Yes, he he's a very good person. But uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep plugging. When we decide to do it again this year, but instead of calling the JPI, we'll have So we took uh, we took we took a lot more dollars this year at a thousand dollar entry fee. Right. So we had um, how did it become a invitation? It was just something that he's like, I'm gonna, or he did. I guess did he just was like, hey, I'm gonna just invite some guys over. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, Joey. I think so. I think Joey decided to just to contact a few handlers and a few good dogs, and uh, you know that's where it kind of started. And uh, of course, you know, like anything else, it's turned into a, it's turned into a major event now. You know, the cow cut will be twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. It, it, it is, and it's just. It's really amazing. I know I keep saying that. It's really amazing. I'd have never drained the squad. No, that's what this podcast is yeah. for because we want to, we want these people to know how amazing it is because, I mean, it is, it's crazy to even thought. You know, you see coon dogs and stuff doing this, but, I mean, there's about 10 times more coon hunters than it is squirrel hunters, in my opinion. So, I just, it's amazing to me to see these purses get like they are. It really is. You know, and I, I repeat myself, I know, but, uh, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen without people, you know, and I, I don't want to, I know I'm going to miss some people, but, you know, Greg Maynard, Marty Munn, you know, Samuel Green, uh, 
uh, Brian Leverage, uh, Caleb you know, Wilson, Tim, Caleb Wilson, Tim Willis, you know, his crew, uh, right. uh, all the LBX gang, uh, you know, so it just, uh, Mark Winfrey, uh, Travis Klein, uh, you know, I, I, did, I know Zach Everhart. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna miss hundreds of yeah, people. Yeah, I don't. Think, yeah, that's why I kind of just. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want anybody to think I'm leaving them out. That's it's right. Just, it's everybody that takes. It takes everybody to make this thing work. And and hey, it, it, it's just like I said. It's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's, we got a good thing going. And not to knock any other registry, there's a bunch of good registries. But you know, I really love the USDC's format mm-hmm. and um, and the the, the 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 bigger money hunts and. And like I said, we have some $100 hunts also for everybody. And then it's just, it's exciting. And, of course, you hate to say this, but the more money, that, that, that the bigger the purse, the more exciting it gets. So. That's right. If I could go, you know, if I was able to go, like I said, Payson started. He plays football now, so I have to be around more on the weekends. But these, if I can go four hours from the house, I'll run over there on a Saturday. It's, um... You know, I can't do it every weekend like I'd like to. When he gets grown, and oh, and I can't either. Uh, I I would like to go to every hunt we have. I think we've already got 16, 17 hunts. I would love to go to all of them. That's right. I I, I pick out eight or nine and I go to those, and, and that's it. But back back to the JPI um, this year. This year, uh, I think we kind of said a little bit about it, but it's a thousand dollar entry fee. We took up to fifty four dollars. Wow, and, and, and so we're, we're right now at fifty-four thousand, and we've already got donations from. I'm going to donate. We've already got four or five people with donations, and and I hope, hopefully, with a Calcutta, I, I'm shooting for. I say the word I. I can't stand that word. We are shooting for. I hope for a hundred thousand dollar purse. Man, wouldn't that be? You know, that, it, yes, it would be. Um, you know, that would be um, just exciting. Like I said, a hundred thousand dollar purse would be course the biggest first ever in squirrel dog history but uh, I'm, so. mm, man that'd be that is a that is a nice payday i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing to come home or at least call home baby i done done it well to give you an example a couple years ago with blackout um i got lucky of course and won it she's a nice dog but you gotta have some breaks and i want to say i did not get the calcutta on her but i want to say first place paid like Sixteen, seventeen thousand. And see, that was just a couple of years ago. So you see that you see how it's grown in two years. You know. Wow. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Sixteen grand. Wow. It was. I'll never forget it. We was heading home and and we stopped in uh we stopped in um uh, uh Cracker Barrel to to get something to eat. And Betty said, "I want a steak." And I said, and "I said no." I said, "No." Uh. Uh-uh. I said we're not going to stay. We want to have a Cracker Barrel. So yeah, he still he he always talked about that on the way home getting Cracker Barrel instead of a steak. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and look, uh, yeah. so yeah. I wouldn't go like, and we don't have to talk about it at all. But man, I really thought a lot. I never got to physically hunt with him, but I always. This is how I wanted to end this interview. But I, I always I wanted to. I wanted to talk about Mr. Norm. He was such a good dude. Like, I called, I talked to him on the phone or something like that, and he talked to me like he knew me. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. He just was a good dude, uh, in my opinion. Uh, So I want to get... He's just a genuine... Yeah. uh, Just a a genuine man. That's right. He is... uh, He did a lot for, for, for everything. He... I mean, he, heck, he went to a, a pile of, did he go to all of them with you? He did. He sure did. Uh, he, <laughs> went, he went, he went, he went, he did he missed a few over the years, but yeah, he, uh, you know, we had the two dogs, we had right. Jade in blackout and he got to where he just on his, on his, uh, walk in and on the heels and right. he just got to where he decided to just, we only needed one dog and you know, that's when we sold blackout and, um, but yeah, yeah, we traveled all of them together. He is uh he is a good joker. He uh you ain't got no good stories about him we could tell. Man, I got some I got some <laughs> wild stories. You better ask Greg Maynard about some of the yeah, stories. But, uh, uh, I will. Not wild, not in a bad way. No, no, he no. Was, Daddy, Daddy was uh Daddy was fiery, had a hot temper. Right. And uh hey, everybody knew where they stood with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He uh, so, you didn't have so to just, you didn't uh, have to worry about. We wonder what he was. No, thinking. no. He was. Uh, he he said what he said and meant what he meant. You know. So that's that's the and, best and, kind. Uh, you know. Yeah, it is. It really is. And you know, he's 
he he just he just I think everybody he got around he just loved the sport. That's right, and that's he done you know? such a good job. I don't know, he just some of the and again like i said i never physically shook his hand or nothing but just talking to him on the phone i felt like we knew each other and i don't know he was just he acted like he, yes. knew, he was just a good dude man he was like that in business too you know he started this business that i have and he just uh you know he just like i said he was a man's man that's know? right that's exactly right and i'm in sales and you know people you know i always tell people people buy from people they just they just do that's right. You, know, you build a relationship, people will buy from you, man. You don't always have to be the cheapest or the most expensive, but you know, for the most part, people, you know, people buy on based on relationships. And I'll stand by that. You know, they just people buy from people. I'll, I'll go to my grave saying that they do. Absolutely, it is. It's, it, the sports same way. You yeah. know, you build a, you build relationships with people. And I, like I said, I'm not naming any names. There's just hundreds of people that I can name that's that that's helped me. This helped me, and, and, you know, not only my dad, my dad would get around some of these people. We learned a lot from just listening to people, and, and it's your relationships with people. That like, you, like you said, that's the, you know, in life, really, that's that's what it's all about anyway. And, and yep. you know, your relationships with people, having a good time. Of course, we all want to win, but there again, only a, only, only a handful can win, you know. So. That's it. We uh, I ended up getting with a good group over here in Mississippi that, that you know, they, heck, man, they they took me in and was like, hey yeah, come hunt with us. And I mean now, like I said, I got some of the best friends that I got is 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 been from these dogs, you know, fooling with them, um, going to these hunts, talking smack. I love talking smack, you know. I, oh yeah. You know what I mean? I love to tell That's somebody that all about. I love to tell somebody I'm gonna beat them, and deep down I'm like, man, I ain't hunting my <laughs> dog. <laughs> I'm just tricking, you know. But I love to I love to talk smack and. Just shoot the junk, man. I could. That's and and when and I'll tell you. I mean, I had four or maybe five people all over the world that I talked to. Like, man, you ever thought about doing a podcast? You know, and I was like, the crap is a podcast. Well, <laughs> and I did. I didn't know what it was up until a couple a year or so ago, and and I was like, no. Well, then it just kept people just kept asking me and asking. I was like, well, man, let me look into this, and I did, and. Tyler Duncan was doing the Coon Hunting University when he had just gotten started, and I was like, I called him, and then I called Josh Michaelis, and they were like, yeah, this is what you need, blah, 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 and I got it, and I was like, well, I done bought all this stuff now. Let's do it, so I don't know, man. That's just, I love talking these dogs to people. I love talking. I, I ramble a lot. But I no, do. no, you do it. You do it. The rambling part is that, that's part. That's just being yourself. And, yeah, and personal. Hey, that's, what people, that's what people enjoy, you know. You have uh, you're spreading you're spreading the, the the tree dogs and that's just and the gospel. I, I don't want to leave that. Out. You're no the gospel also. So and I and that, like that's that's the first thing we yeah, should have said. That's but. right. And I do. That's I make it a point to put that that little little bit of scripture I put on there every time. Me and Cody both do it. Um, that's uh, you know that without him, that's none of this is even possible. <laughs> I was just on the phone well, with a good hey, friend of mine. Exactly. Look, exactly. I, but when I told you I was on the phone a while ago, uh, I was on the phone with a very good friend of mine that you know we used to run the roads and and party and stuff together. And uh, man, I don't feel like he he'd mind, but uh, he had just uh, he he just got elected as a deacon in his church, man, and he was not say struggling with it, but. He's like, man, Chris, I don't know if I'm worthy, man. He's like, they, they come to me and they ask me and they put me on the ballot and stuff. He's like, I just don't feel like, you know, he said, Chris, we did a lot of stuff. The guy's like, brother, you've been washed. <laughs> oh, you know, all that's done. Exactly. You're done with that. So, well, it, I told, uh, I've told several people this, and, and I'm not going to name your names either, that a lot of times people, you know, they think being saved is hard, that they got to be perfect. And, and, and don't get me wrong, you, you strive to do the best you can every day. Absolutely, but, but, but even even at that, we're gonna fail. You know, we're gonna fail, and so you know, if you just you know do the best you can and and, and try, you know, the, the word is sin. So try not to sin, but of course we're all gonna sin. That's right. But I think some people are so so hesitant to get saved that they think, oh, he's saved. He's you know you gotta be perfect. And don't get me wrong, we try to, but. 
but uh there was only one man yeah that there was only one perfect person and like exactly and i think you're exactly right when you say that you know some people are scared to get saved and, and because they're a fear that they're gonna mess up well that's what i hate to say it's what it's designed for but that's why god god you know jesus died on the cross for you and i you know to to forgive us of these sins i mean he's forgiven us my father-in-law told me one time he's like chris when i first got saved again seven years ago um he said uh man he's done forgiving you for sins that you ain't even committed yet that's correct you know that's correct you know it's it's, it it is i think that like you just said it's I think that a lot of people that, that aren't saved, and I'm not judging anybody, they think that, oh, it's impossible to, to live like that. Well, yes, it is impossible. You know, you cannot, you, you're going to sin. You just try to, to, I say the word this all the time, you try not to live in sin. I don't want to repeat the sin every, you know, sin every day or, or whatever. So That's right, and uh, we do. But, but you're doing, you're doing a, a back to back to you, uh, you're doing a great job spreading the gospel. Well, I appreciate yeah. it, brother. If I can do, if it could touch one person, you know, chain, you know, to where they're questioning it, dude, I, I, that makes my day. But, um. Exactly. And, you know, Matthew Quigley, I'm going to give a shout out to him. Heck yeah, that dude, uh, I'd yeah, love oh, to hear yeah. him on here. Oh, Matthew does a great job of spreading the gospel. He's not perfect. No, man, he's told me story after story, and we, I'm not eating, nobody is, but he, um, he does a great job of that. And like you said, if you can reach one person, that's a, I know we're supposed to be talking about dogs, but man, um, it's anyway, funny. funny how we get off on, on the good stuff anyway. So, yeah, well, we rambling, like you said, we ramblers, aren't we? <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get quickly on here, whether he likes it or not, one day, maybe he'll win a hunt, oh, and I, he would. I he'll hope be he great will. on it. I hope he will. Yeah. Uh, I've messaged him, so I'm hoping he'll 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 do it. Um, but no, uh, I just wanted to before we close out and stuff. I just wanted to, you know, do you got anything else you'd like to to say? Any stories or you know anything you'd like you to know, say? You know, I, I, I probably when we hang up, probably think of a thousand. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, uh, basically, I just you know want to brag on everybody, uh, brag on what you're doing. Thank First of all, you're doing a great job, but brag on the USDC as a whole. Right. Um, we got a lot, a lot of good people, you know, a lot, a lot of good help. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And it's not me or it's not Greg or it's not, um, you know, it's not any of the board members. It's, it takes us all. And, and I think that we've got a real good thing going. And I want to keep it going. And like I said, without, without the help of people coming to the hunts and people like you spreading the word. Right. That's that's what it takes it takes us you know it you know it takes everybody that's so, right and uh, i want to give a shout out to uh larry larry kimbrough yes uh, sir he uh, uh he's our he's a registrar and uh he does an outstanding job and i think i think a lot of people he's real quiet he's a great man he is just a great man and and i think he gets overlooked a lot but larry kimbrough uh larry kimbrough is, does a wonderful job with all the paperwork and he just, you just can't beat him. I mean, that's he just, uh, he keeps, it's hard. I mean, that's a lot of work in the season. Chewy, I know. But, 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 yeah, but anyway, Larry, Larry's a good man, and we, and we, we, the USDC, appreciate him. Absolutely. He, uh, I've spoke with him before. He's a, he's a super dude. Um, he used to come to some hunts, didn't he? Yeah, he comes to the world hunt every year. Um, he's got a nice dog named Rock, um, uh, Really a nice dog, but I don't think Larry gets to hunt as much as as, as as he would like to and come to the hunts. But uh, yeah, he comes to a few hunts a year. He sure does. What um, what about the like the 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 junior stuff? I let's touch on that just one second before we before we uh close this dude out. I know sure. that we had um, cause again I sent some um some Bibles up there to give away last I think sure. that, last yeah. It was. It was the last world Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that every year as long as we keep having them because I just, I mean, I feel like those kids, man, that's uh, that, they're the future of this sport. So uh, I well, thought it was I cool, man. I thought it was cool how was. how how some of those guys hadn't even done it before, and they, you know, I, I big ups to to Tom Smith and them for giving, you know, letting them guys use dogs, and um, I thought that was awesome. Yes, it was, and and there again, it's just making the sport grow, and uh, 
uh, uh, Audra Perkins and, 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 and Josh Perkins, they kind of headed that up for the, us. The, so Josh, <laughs> Josh is a good dude. Me and him, I met him. He come man, to, yeah, he look, he come to Mississippi and, uh, he hunted with us for two days. Uh, he, he drove down to Mississippi and that's the first time that I'd ever met him. And man, we hit it off. We kicked it. I mean, cause the female that I'm hunting this year out of Woody is a litter mate to his birdie female. Um, and again, like I said, we just kicked it. We just hit it off and man, we're good buds now. And Audra, yeah, she's, they, a uh, super pe- she's a super lady. She is. They're both just, you know, they're genuine people. And that's what life, you know, they're just genuine, great people. That's right. And, and, and uh, anyway, they're talking about the birdie doll. We, I drew her last year's, I believe it was in October, and with uh, with Jade and, and Birdie, Birdie beat me, and and man, couldn't couldn't be beat by a nicer person. Uh, uh, Alder beat me, and, and and they doll looked good, and it came down to the last tree. And um, anyway, it was just uh, he's that's they got a nice doll there. I like that Birdie doll. Yeah, she's pretty nice. She really is. So, well, well, with that being said, I guess uh, they go continue to do the the youth hunts and stuff, huh? Try to do. Them. Oh yeah, our plans are this year to do it around the same weekend, right? And keep that deal going. And uh, you know, we we would like to see it get even bigger and bigger, and might even you know eventually have a couple of youth hunts during the season, uh-huh. and then a youth then a youth world hunt, right? That would be awesome. But, uh, um, hopefully, I can come up there, and I've done the NSD Worlds and stuff. I'm hoping to uh, to try to get up there and just, you know, show my face and, and uh, chew the fat. I, that's my favorite thing. Like I tell people, I'm a salesman by heart and by profession. I love to talk. And I said, my wife, she, she if I go, <laughs> any, look, if I go anywhere, she's like, like church. <laughs> every sunday she's like hungry or something like that hey baby let's go get yeah. something to eat and i'm like oh yeah let's go get something to eat but she'll look down she'll text me and it'll come to my phone to my watch and it's like chris it's one it's it's you know it's it's 125 or whatever 1225 you know let's let the preacher leave please <laughs> but anyway well, i like to shoot the jump. i do i love to talk and talk and uh stuff like that but uh well, cool, man. You don't know how much I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to to uh, get on here. And, man, like sure, I tell everybody sure. else, we go uh, – this is just scratching the surface. We go – I hope to talk to you a few more times this year for, for, for hunt wins and stuff. So, uh, well, sure. I hope you do. Hey, that'd be nice. That'd be nice as tough as it is to win. I'd like to – if I can win one or two this year, I'll be lucky. So, well, uh, you got hey, a dog. now these days, these days you're coming to getting the final cast. You've done, you've done something. Absolutely, so. you can. Look, uh, before you go, keep keep on keep the good work work up. You're doing a you're doing a wonderful job. Man, I sure appreciate you. And uh, like I said, I appreciate all y'all have done. And man, if there ain't nothing else, well, I'm gonna sign off. And uh, again, we go we'll we'll get back together. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to to meeting you going down the road or something, brother. All right, buddy. Well, thanks again. You have a good evening. All right, brother. I'll see you. Uh, okay, bye-bye. All right, man. Hey, guys. Y'all go check out our good friends at a Precision Aluminum Fabrication in Amit, Louisiana. They're your one-stop shop for all your dog box needs. we like to thank them for supporting the Hunting Dog Public Podcast.